0: What did you say? <laughs> well, but my- a sick dread. We my- what? Well, but a sick dread. Well, sick. Well, my sick. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You know. You know who it is, first of all, TB in a goat, the of Nassau, San Antonio Alexander, Lord Jalen Willard at your service, and we have another episode of We're Mother Sick, Mother Mother Sick, now you see the title, Wedding and Funerals. Excuse me Before we get into the the conversation Because it's going to be more so a conversation today I don't know if I'm going to have a real resolution After I go on my long diatribe But bear with me But if you would like To sponsor with Mother Sick or Evering Or any other thing that we here at the Original People Network have on cue and coming straight to you, feel free to email us at the original people network at gmail.com or, you know what I like to say, slide in our DMs, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, for any queries, questions, or concerns, or, you know, something you would like to for me to discuss. The duality of... Funerals and weddings Why am I talking about these things So in the recent months Because obviously I've been telling you all about how You know I'm a full time entrepreneur now And part of the hustle You know I had to I help my guy uh, Mr. Wallace and the good people At Lace Productions We do a lot of live streaming And that includes a lot of funeral coverage as well as wedding coverage so I've been to my fair shares of funerals and wedding within the last six months and it's just amazing seeing the human condition at play you know I remember at one point it was a two weekends back-to-back where we, we did a live stream at The same church But one Saturday It was a funeral No, one Saturday was a wedding first And everybody was Smiling Happy You know Wearing their Vibrant colors And You know Taking pictures And it was Great anticipation Because everybody was Okay, we ready Okay, here comes the bride And it's like Ah And ooh And all of that And then the next week it was way more somber, way more quiet. You know, everybody who on their black or, you know, whatever colors the deceased would like the family to wear. But it was the movie was way more somber. And the, the, I feel like, yeah, the pastor message, even his message changed because it was a uh, we shot at. Zion on Eastern Shirley Street, pasta T.G. Morrison. After leaving that day, I just was like, you know, it's crazy how one Saturday will be rejoicing and we're celebrating the union of life. And from families coming together, you know, obviously when people get married, the expectation is for them to create new life. So there, two families coming together to make another nuclear family to produce children, start the whole cycle all over again and then the funeral is the grand departure you know celebrating the life of someone that is no longer here and commemorating them you know reflecting and reminiscing on the good times and oddly enough both of these events brings family and friends who haven't seen each other for a long time together and both can have sombering effects and both have their fair share of drama too. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just maybe because I'm just observing it all and taking it in that funerals always bring to. To the forefront Of everybody's minds That life is short And There is a high possibility That this could be You soon In this box And people could Be standing up and Memorializing you Reflecting on what you've done You know everybody May Everybody may not have a wedding day But everybody gonna have a funeral day So funerals oftentimes make you think about that. Make you want to, cl- you know, hold a little bit closer to the ones you love. And oftentimes, especially in my family, the only time all everybody in your family get together is at a funeral, which is very sad, but. You know, and funerals oftentimes bring out a lot of ill feelings. Like, let's say, for instance, you lose a key, a glue member of your family, like a grandparent or somebody that keeps the family together. And when that person is gone, everybody start having conflict with each other. And then, you know, when you throw in the will and the will not being set up properly and people want this and that and, you know, you all siblings turn into enemies over property and things of that nature. Actually, on a side note, if you're listening to this, make sure you have a will and your things are in you Your your affairs are in order, I should say. As well as, I think I spoke about this in, in some previous episodes, understanding financial literacy and understanding the power of generation, generational help. Well, look at me saying generational help. the generational wealth. Ah, uh, how really key and important that is but off that side note though now funerals make you reflect on your life at wanting to clutch to your loved one's clothes but a wedding make you think how could I connect to the one that I love like the one that's there for me I wouldn't ever say a wedding is opposite of a funeral. Well, I guess the emotions is opposite, but not the action itself. Because it probably, you know, the action, like, we don't have a grand ceremony for when a baby is born, necessarily. Like, you have a baby shower, and then the baby is born, and then first year birthday. So, um, but again, a wedding time for merriment, you know, you have the service... But this time, you know, after the service, everybody can't wait to get to the party because now it's time to, now you you got in the front of everybody and made this commitment to this next person until that door's apart. And now everybody gets to celebrate your union. But I guess that's the, I guess, weddings and funerals could be opposite in those, from that standpoint, to where, weddings is about the unification and funerals are about separation. But what I take from this process is that in life you're gonna experience a whole range of things. Like I think um, in the book, and I think Ecclesiastes solomon wait let me look this up to make sure i'm quoting this right Well, i misquoted solomon said something to this effect but this comes from james look at me quoting scripture verses but this comes from james 4 verse 14 in the nlv version how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow Your life is like the morning fog. It is here a little while, then it's gone. Now that might sound really, really grim. Let me read that again. James 4, verse 14. Also, I know King Solomon had a similar sentiment. But I'm reading this in the NLT version. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, and it's gone. Now, that might sound very, very, you know, depressing. But it's true. You know. We grow older. We get jobs we get on this hamster still weird. we don't enjoy life there's some of the moms we enjoy life like i just had an aunt that turned 70 a few weeks ago and another family member that I turned 60 you know they're still around for now you know god spare life they see me anymore and you know they had grand celebrations you know i was never really to be honest um I never really liked going to funerals And then I never went to many weddings For instance, I still don't know how to do the electric slide So when it comes down, time for me to get married That's a few things I will need to practice before I hang But um, yeah, I really didn't start going to weddings Until like two, three years ago Because I missed a lot of my other friends Who got married when we were in our earlier 20s I missed a lot of their weddings because I was off to school and then you know I got to go to some family members and friends weddings this past decade and of course working at some of these weddings as well but yeah you live you know I was never a person that really celebrated birthdays because I was raised and it was just treated as such a matter of fact. And you know, I always I worked a couple graduations recently and I hated my high school and college graduation. Cause it was like Yeah, like alright, we celebrate this now, but this don't really mean nothing in the grand scheme of things. Um But yeah. But celebrating life Is really essential in our human existence. And not just only celebrating life when it's good. Celebrating life when it's bad. For all the way through. Even to the day... And they put you six feet under. It should always be a celebration. You know. um, It's all a part of the human experience. We transition through many phases. We were all originally you know just a separate egg and sperm cell that bonded and then we incubated in our mother's wombs for I'll say 9-10 to months and then we were toddlers and then we grew into children and then teenagers and then young adults and then we started to Match with someone and have children of our own, and the cycle just continues and continues and continues. And then one day we wake up and we're grandparents, old, wrinkled. Well, at least I ain't trying to be all i trying to, you know, stay with my healthy regimen and at least retain some of my physical youth and you know, vigor. But most of the people, you know, they age out and then they passed away and you sometimes get stuck and be like where did all the time go did I maximize and enjoy my life while I'm here am I even working within my purpose is there someone out there for me to love and for me to unite with did I tell that person before they leave I love you all these questions go through your mind you know i recently went back to my old high school and was astonished to see a lot of my old teachers are there one actually one just recently retired um, my old english teacher miss thompson and you know i was like and I, you know i had to tell her congratulations i'm like you know you i see you hanging up she's like yeah i have to until i can't i can't work until i can't move no more like i gotta go enjoy life Yeah, and at that point, she had already worked at Kingsway for 23 years. So, you know, I don't blame you because it's like life ain't about uh, slaving and working and all the time. Not That's always essential, but you got to enjoy the thing. For the most part, you have to enjoy the life. Life is for living it. a lot of moments in life you can't get back and that's what really i understood in the pandemic as well is that most of my life i spent not enjoying it yeah i mean i obviously it was because of financial reasons but Or you know, just making sacrifices for a, a quote unquote greater good, which I thought that I was doing. But for the most part, I wasn't enjoying life. I wasn't I mean and then with these whole new um different restrictions with COVID. Um that's gonna be another hurdle, but we'll cross that bridge when we get down. But for the most part, um Yeah, I wasn't enjoying life. I was too uptight And too worried about I don't even know What I was worried about Maybe because Just feeling inadequate About myself You know The usual stuff But for the most part Whatever I small It was I should have just enjoyed Regardless But I didn't And not until Probably 2019 Where I was like Okay Every moment is to enjoy Like you pull up on someone Even if you're all Y'all got funny if, you know, y'all make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and eat it in the backyard and get soaked. Soak each other with the hoes. That's still a good time. You don't necessarily have to do something grandiose and spectacular. But all in all, like, pay when we get old and when people leave and when we lose loved ones, all we have left are memories. Even when... We age out this say Because I, I pray to God I want to live until 100. But I know that's going to be a very dreadful existence to a certain degree. Depending on the perspective. Because you will see most of the people that you came to know leave you. You know? And all you have is the memories. That's why I love doing things that make memories. I don't just... Feel like doing nothing just for doing it, say, like, yo, let's do something significant. So when we look back on this day, we always remember the great times we had, and that's what we need to focus on as human beings. Let's create memories, let's not wait until it's time for someone to get married. Or we lost somebody For us to be like Okay, let's unite Let's get together No, fam Let's get together Regardless of the situation It could be a random Tuesday or Wednesday And we have a great moment I remember uh, Last year It was my 10th year anniversary Of graduating high school Now obviously due to the pandemic And the lockdowns We couldn't meet I think we were supposed to do something in June, but that didn't happen. So, it happened, I don't remember, in September, October. Probably, like, in July, if I remember. I know. But, you know, most people, a lot of my classmates didn't show up to the event because of whatever hang-ups they had from when we, we was in high school. But I'm like, wow, everybody growing. And... What I always remember and I, I always have this mentality about it, it's like, hey I don't wanna be fake kicking nothing when someone passes away and be like, Oh, I wish I could have say tell them, you know, have one last laugh with them. No, babe. I'm maximizing that now when I can feel you, like I can touch you and we had a good time even though, you know, not everybody showed up. Oh, yeah, half of us showed up, but we would, if it wasn't for no 10 o'clock curfew, you would have been there all night. Because it's like, you know, that's why I'm such a people person. Like, you know, learning how to enjoy others' company and learning from their own life experiences is the, like, you know, greatest, most rewarding thing that I could ever receive because, you know, some days you be down, but just. You know sharing encouragement And building each other And having conversations where you build And having people that care for you You know Gives you that unction To keep on pressing forward So You know Um I'm supposed to say something But That's why Uh that's why I do this for. I love building community. Because I often think about my wedding day. Whenever that is. And, you know, that union life and starting a family. But I often, even more than my wedding day, I often think about my funeral day. I'm like, oh, okay, what are people going to say? Actually... My funeral day is the driving inspiration For how I live Because I was like I always from young I was like Especially when I had such, Like you know Back to back family members passing away A few years ago I was like But well, I want Go to People come to my funeral And all they could say Was I was a good person And I was a Christian And I go on to church And I loved the Lord Like no But I want you to talk about How I was changing people's life I want you to talk about how I, it, I, it not just impacted your life But impacted your life in such a way That it impacts Generations after you through you You know That's what That's my greatest I want to die a legend And that's always been my philosophy That's my greatest goal You know like past All of materialistic achievements and this and that. Now, if, um, when they lay me down, I want them to say, "Hair, lies TV and the goat. Like, like Miles Monroe always said, I left the world empty. Like, I maximized everything. I gave off myself completely. I didn't say nothing to the grave because nothing ain't in the grave. But I left it all on the court. Like, on the court or on the field, I left it all out there. I ain't. I couldn't take nothing home. But the duality of life, weddings and funerals. One weekend you could be crying, and next weekend you will, your heart could be full of glee But both moments are for people that don't even know each other to come together. Because the the irony of both situations is those ceremonies are often about a specific person or persons. But the audience remains the same. There's going to be people that know each other going to come together around the situation regardless whether wedding or funeral you know they're gonna connect they're gonna have some photo ops you know but I just is be in my head baby for real for real just thinking about these things like I say there ain't no resolution I can't think about resolution I just wanna talk You know, just having a little therapy, you see. (laughs) (sighs) But next time when you go to a wedding or funeral, try to make a new friend. Try not to, uh, like, just have those moments be the only moments that you connect with family and friends that you haven't seen in a long time. Check up on people. Don't make it wait until there's big events for you to ask people how they doing. Whether it be in their highest of hype moments because people always want to come around when you're getting married or they want to come around when you lose somebody. Nah. Come around when I ain't got nothing going on when I'm just chilling in my regular regular life. Things will be all right. Well, mother sick. Yeah, you see, I tell you what you thing saying, really having a resolution. Re- um, look at me messing up my words. I told you that this won't have any resolution like most with mother sicks have. But just a conversation to stimulate thought, thought-provoking thought. Is that I just a conversation to be thought-provoking. Okay, I used it right there. That's all, you know, pop a quick, t- a quick tape in your car. So, you know, you can sit down, reflect, analyze, and change behavior. But that's it for me. Please, if you would like to sponsor this show or any other show on the Original People Network, feel free to email us at people at... The original people network at gmail.com or slider DMs Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, um, through other brands, just follow me on my personal IG at Lord Jalen or Viva on Twitter Lord Jalen on Facebook, my Facebook page to keep up to date with everything else I got going on. and I will catch y'all later. Yeah, you see. <laughs> Remember, they love people now, nah, baby. That's it.